It's a good energy healing show, and this is Hillary Crowley coming at you. Uh, today, I have six tips. I'll probably turn them into seven or eight, but I have six tips for waking up well, having a great day, starting your day out right. I've noticed with a lot of my clients lately, they complain about being exhausted. And when I listen to some of their um, routines and rituals, because we do have routines and rituals, even though we think we don't, um, in the beginning of our day, they're, they're, they've got some, we're skipping some major steps. So I thought I would just take some of my experience um, around all of this and uh, check in with you. But first, this is too funny. I started my podcast in a quiet space and both my dog and cat are coming near each other. And when they come near each other, they fight. So we might have some noise, some background noise. Um, yes, that will be another podcast. Why dogs and cats can't live together. Okay. Well, I'll start off with a fun story. I had a client reach out to me uh, to make an appointment to come in and talk about um, just being exhausted during the day. And in the process of booking the appointment, I thought I would slow down and simply ask, um, well, what does her morning look like? Um, what does her sleep look like? What is what is what is the day look like? Uh, she has a busy career. Um, she's uh, the head of a big family, and um, she really honors her time to meditate. So she's been getting up early to meditate. Um, I have uh, several clients. They'll get up early to do yoga. They'll get up early to meditate, and I think this is a beautiful way to start your day. However, there's a twist. So the time that she gets up, she's cutting deeply into her sleep cycle. It's around 4.30 in the morning. And at 4.30 in the morning, um, although some, some people, you know, based on who you are, you can do well with less sleep, maybe less than six hours of sleep, less than eight hours of sleep. Some people need nine or 10 hours of sleep. If you're exhausted, don't you think that's a good time to say, maybe I just need more sleep? But anyway, uh, that was non-negotiable um, up until our conversation because that was how she was calming down and having a beautiful day. And I loved her dedication. But we may not be talking enough about the importance of sleep. Sleep is when we heal. If you're building muscle, sleep is when you build muscle. I heard recently that if you have a headache and you have built up toxicity in your day, the brain cannot detox until you go to sleep. So a lot of people have headaches that go away when they sleep. Well, it makes sense because they're detoxing. And speaking of detoxing, I just want to speak about water. One of the things that happens to us when we sleep is we dehydrate. We're not drinking for hours and hours. We're sweating and we're breathing through our mouth most likely. Who knows what the air is like in our room if you're staying at a hotel or the moisture in the winter. I'm in New England, so we have dry winters. You wake up and you need to drink. So we naturally want to quench our thirst. But some of us are, are uh, trained into a routine of waking up and getting that cup of coffee. And yesterday when I was doing a presentation, I said this and, and somebody shouted out, coffee has water in it and coffee does have water in it. But coffee does not hydrate the body the way water hydrates. So as soon as you have that, that um, craving for thirstiness water, you're craving for water, 
follow that craving for water. Don't wait until you, you're done making your cup of coffee or saying, I need coffee to wake up. It's a real thing. We tell ourselves that's our ritual and that becomes our ritual. Um, it's perfectly fine to have whatever ritual you have, but don't skip over the water part. Did you know that um, we always hear about water, water, water? I've always heard about it. And it just how many eight ounces of water do you need to drink a day? I've never quite understood the formula. Um, and it seems to be sort of blanket for everybody. I'm taking a sip of water. I can't talk about water without getting thirsty. So anyway, the new uh, formula or the old formula that I just newly learned about is to go ahead, take your weight in pounds, cut it in half in ounces. This is for the Americans listening who, who do this. Uh, this is our measurement system. So take your weight, cut it in half, and do it in, then in ounces. That's how much you need to drink. So if you're 200 pounds, you need to drink 100 ounces of water. If you're 120 pounds, you need to drink 60 ounces of water. Um, your average water bottle that you see us walking around with, whether it's please make it stainless steel or glass, try to stay away from the aluminum. Um, those water bottles that we're walking around with everywhere, that's about 15 ounces. So you can do the math there. You need to, if you're 120 pounds, for instance, you need to drink four water bottles. If you're, uh, that would get you up to 60, right? So do the math. I don't have a pen and paper in front of me, but take your weight, cut it in half. That's how many ounces of water you need in your day. And that will help your health. It will help your immune system. It will help weight loss. It will help uh, steadying your metabolism. It will help keeping you um, uh, regular in the bathroom. And I think a lot of people drink their cup of coffee to keep themselves regular if we're all honest with ourselves. Um, so water has that effect and some. Okay, that's the one part with water. So the second part of my story is um, this particular uh, client was waking up to a very loud kind of sireny sounding um, alarm clock at 4.30 in the morning. So like, wah, wah. I don't even want to do it because we're on a podcast. I don't want to do that to your ears. Uh, so we need to find beautiful ways to wake up. And we're finding that in order to heal the nervous system, one of our greatest allies through time is, has been music. So find your favorite music to wake up to. Take your music, find a CD player, set it up on your alarm clock. If, if not, you can find a radio station. But a lot of us wake up to our phones. And if you don't want to have that phone close to your head, um, some, some of us in the holistic, uh, arena don't like to have that phone so close to our head or have that phone on. Some people can turn it, turn it into the airplane mode. So it lowers the frequency, but you can still have the song loaded into your alarm or better yet, put it outside of the room so that you hear it across the, uh, hallway or on the other side of the door. And then that you get up to go to your favorite song. Um, one of the songs that I love to wake up to is Grover Washington Jr., Just the Two of Us. What is that from the early 80s? It just has a really nice beginning. Um, that's my taste, but sometimes it's classical music. Sometimes it's more hip-hop, upbeat. Sometimes it's classic rock, reggae. 
um, you could actually make that part of your ritual is what do I want to wake up to in the morning? What am I in the mood for? What's my work going to look like? Uh, what's my Saturday going to look like? What's my Sunday going to look like? Really be playful with this beautiful technology we have. We can wake up and not just be surprised by what's on the radio anymore, but we can wake up into our own playlist. Um, I encourage you to, to stop waking up to buzzers and large heavy beeps. It only jolts our nervous system. And although it may wake you up, it wakes you up and it may put you into what's called the sympathetic nervous system response. And we want to be smoother than that. We want to be in the parasympathetic, like parasailing. Think you want to sail through your day. Parasympathetic. Okay? So wake up to music. Did you know that the first three minutes of your day, what the thoughts are that stream into your mind or stream out of your mind, depending how you think about it, shapes your entire day? And we do have thought habits. We absolutely have thought habits. So did you know that your thought habits in the first three minutes of your day set the tone for the rest of the day? So how about we go back and we train ourselves to think as soon as we wake up about one thing? Don't kid yourself. You've already trained yourself to think about one thing. I was asking a a group of folks at an employee health meeting yesterday, what are the first things they think of? They think of their to-do list. And there's my dog and cat getting in a fight, as promised. Showtime. I think they think someone else is in the room, maybe some kind of a fourth person or fourth energy in the room as I'm talking to all of you out there. Let it be known it's pure play for them. They seem to be handling it. Maybe I should find a soundproof booth, soundproof booth somewhere. Say that 10 times fast. Okay. Well, anyway, I don't know what my dog and cat's first thought is of the day, but I think it's something like I need food and I need the cat to leave me alone and I need the dog to leave me alone. Anyway, here we are all coexisting somewhat. (laughs) Hey guys, can you comment down over there? I'm trying to do a podcast. It's actually called the Good Energy Podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Really appreciate that. So what are your first thoughts of your first three minutes of your day? You have them. You are thinking. You have thought habits. Let's make them good habits. One of the things you can do when you wake up in the morning is, um, well, I love this thought habit. Today I give thanks for the unknown blessings already on the way. That's a Native American proverb, and it's built in like so much Native American wisdom with layers and layers and layers of wisdom. But the first layer of wisdom, of course, is a good thought habit. I give thanks. The unknown blessings is eradicating all that energy of worry and anxiety about what we're looking forward to in our day. And then the expectation is actually a form of manifestation. So I'm already expecting unknown blessings that I'm already giving thanks for, and I know they're on their way. That's one of my um, tricks. Another one that I heard from a social worker, a a busy social worker who's really on the front line, she actually wakes up and she says, I do that. I actually do have a thought habit. 
as soon as I wake up into my day, I do the serenity prayer, which also has that, um, the layers and layers and layers of wisdom, um, to, um, have the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So that's another really nice way. So what's your thought habit? It could be something simple as thank you. Um, it could be something as simple as I get to have a new day. Um, thank you. I see really positive, as Brene Brown would call, wholehearted people who do not have easy lives, wouldn't want easy lives. They have challenging, beautiful, textured lives, but they greet their day with a mindfulness and an enthusiasm and a gentleness, and they smoothly sail into the day. So where are we? I've got our, our water for drinking. We have a music for waking. We have thoughts for um, starting our, our day, turning on our brain. Then what we have is this idea of stretching and yawning. Oh, I can remember how many times I got in trouble when I was younger for stretching and yawning in my school day. Stretching and yawning in a conversation. Yawning as an adult in the middle of a conversation, I feel a yawn coming on and I stifle it like a sneeze. By the way, sneezes are very good for your health too. <laughs> but I stifle it like a sneeze. Um, but this yawning is an amazing mechanical um, miracle of our body to pull in as much, much oxygen as we can into our brain. It's absolutely fantastic. So go ahead I'm going to start yawning thinking about this. <sighs> I hope you don't think that was rude. Oof, do I feel better? I can feel the oxygen in my arms and my legs and most importantly up in my, in my head. Now I'm taking a sip of water. I hope I've got you guys going here on this podcast. And stretching, stretching. How many people stretch and they can feel a little cracking and moving in their muscles and in their bones and alignment? Stretching is our body's intuitive way of waking up and getting the blood flowing and getting us back into alignment after hopefully a, a, a good night of sleep. But even without a good night of sleep, a bad night of sleep, let your body stretch. And there you are starting your day. I have a couple more tips after you've yawned and you've stretched. And let's say you go into your day and you don't have, you don't happen to have a really good, um, start that you that you that you went into your sympathetic system not your parasympathetic system that means your vagus nerve is activated and you're feeling already nervous um that's me on any given day um i can have uh all sorts of things going wrong um and be quite nervous 10 minutes into my day well that old adage of splashing cold water on your face research has shown Thanks to so much research being done around PTSD and complex trauma lately, really thanks to some of our military vets who are demanding better care for understanding trauma, as well as childhood trauma, which I study on, um, research has shown that cold, uh, the, the cold activates and um, resets the vagus nerve. So splashing cold water on your face is a beautiful way to wake up. I know that uh, in some of the yogic traditions, you um, take a cold shower instead of a warm shower. Um, 
in this case, it looks like the splashing, the short-term cold, not like a whole entire um, shower of cold, can have a similar effect. So before you put your makeup on, if you wear makeup, um, make sure that you get that nice cold water uh, onto your face or maybe at the end of a nice warm shower, let the water turn down for a moment and let that cold water, um, don't think of it as cooling you off. Think of it as activating um, a healthy vagus nerve response and quieting your nervous system. And now, last but not least, I wanted to talk about how you carry this beautiful start into your day. And in order to carry this into your day, we also want to carry that thought habit that we talked about. Now, this I can only credit to another one of my most beautiful clients. I love all of my clients and their energy and their intelligent, their intelligent energy bodies, which is the best way for me to describe it, uh, really do um, show up and teach me as they're teaching themselves, their own body, this about this deep inner wisdom. It's part of being in energy medicine. Those of you out there know exactly what I'm talking about who do this work. And those of you who don't, take this um, from where it comes, which is um, from just a healing session. And I was working with a client who was suffering from some inf uh, complications related to inflammation in the joints. And we needed to um, just get to the root of the stressor. That was actually the request from the recommendation from the uh, primary care uh, practitioner who had sent the primary care provider who had sent this particular person to me. And so I said, let's just go into the body and ask it what it needs. And this beautiful free body was talking about how it want, it doesn't get to do anything. It has to do things and should do things. And it's just demand on top of demand on top of demand. And certainly I recognize that in my own life. I recognize that in my peers and my friends and my family, this, this high pressure, even in the children, it's very, very high pressure of the things you could do. You should do, you have to do, you even want to do, but it's this push, push, push. And through that session, we came to this beautiful insight that if we change the way that we talk to ourselves and say, I get to record this podcast today, I get to pat my dog today, I get to go to the grocery store today, I get to fill up my gas tank today. What are some things you can think of that might be mundane? Let's think of some things that are shoulds and have tos. I get to go talk to my boss today who might be upset with me from last week. <laughs> I get to go to bed early tonight. I get to stay up and work on a report tonight. So I want you to think about I get to's as a way of honoring this beautiful life that we have and honoring the day that we're walking into and keeping that great start to your day into one day and then into the next day and into the next day. You do three days in a row, you're on the well on your way to a habit. You do 21 days in a row, you are in a habit. So I get to say goodbye right now and get on with the rest of my day. And I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day and tomorrow morning when you're waking up at whatever time that is 
Remember, water, music, drink that water, stretch your body, yawn. It seems like small things, but these small things have been lost to um, bad habits. So let's bring the small natural things back and watch how fundamentally your life will change. Have a beautiful day. This is Hillary Crowley. Thank you. And if you like the show, tune into my other shows, like and subscribe. Have a wonderful day. This is Hillary Crowley from the Good Energy Healing Show.